tell your friends the Mark and Max show is back and better than ever. Oh, yeah! LifeRadio.fm. It is the Mark and Mac show. And uh, as we begin this day in part of the, oh, I almost said coverage area, Mark. <laughs> you know, our coverage area is pretty vast. So right now, in some area, it is snowing. In another area, it is sunshine and 80. There you go. The forecast for today, everything. Pretty Welcome much. in. <laughs> Funny. Yeah, but. Got it this morning. It was like a little muggy out. You know, yeah. you know how we're at that time where. In, in Alabama, where we are, you don't know. It, this time of year, you really can wake up to snow or open the pool mm-hmm. on any given day. Yeah. And it, it's just, I, remember, I love or, it. I think it's you, remarkable. You could walk out the back door and your backyard be gone, you know, which is yeah. what some people uh, in our area have been experiencing the last few days. And down around New Orleans, uh, they got a, mm. a nasty one, a nasty one last yeah. night. We heard from our son, Joe. He's fine. Um uh, he lives north of where uh, this struck, down in the, the lower Ninth Ward in, in uh, Chalmette. But wow, these that Ninth Ward has taken a beating over the last twenty years. It has, it really has. But uh, there was a mm. ginormous tornado down there. You've probably seen the video yeah. by now. Yeah, but uh, keep those people in your prayers because there's be, nothing. Be thankful. Like, yeah, nothing like tornado devastation. Mm. The thing is, we have had you know a number of those in the last week where that because of other news in the headlines, you know, from the war with Putin and everything yeah. else to Leah Thompson, that yeah. we just can't figure out what's important anymore. Right. This is important. Yeah. If you wake up to a life and death situation, I got to say, that's the most important thing today. Life radio dot FM Mark and Mac show. Whenever there's a story, Mark, that is in our stack here of uh, and it says left behind uh-huh. my first thought is uh, the the movie that we did in birmingham many many years ago yeah when they first turned the books into a movie with oh, Kirk yeah, yeah. cameron the and his wife. yeah 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 and wow, they were so cool they were just such a cool couple yeah <laughs> I you remember, remember i do I, remember that yeah i remember that i remember the interviews you know we talked with the author yeah. remember uh, we yep yeah. love him and uh yeah, he was the guy that well you had tim LaHaye, and then you had the guy who actually wrote the stuff and right, uh, yeah he was so cool because he had written that horrible well wait a minute i liked the wild wild west movie i thought it was funny yeah you know but I the thing is it, it wasn't yeah. supposed to be funny i think so he was kind of <laughs> jenkins was uh, a little embarrassed by that and how it turned out and i thought dude he wrote that you know i thought it was cool <laughs> Anyway, anyway, so left behind at a British restaurant. Yes, the bar- what happened, Mark? The Barclay Pizza and Prosecco, located in Royton, Oldham, in England, said workers were cleaning in the early morning hours on Sunday when they found something unusual on the floor in the bar area of the eatery: a full set of dentures. Huh. Emma Whelan, the owner of the establishment, posted a photo to the business's Facebook page showing a, ba- a bag that employees labeled "teeth." Saturday, 19th March, 2022. <laughs> she says, we got a lot of things left behind after a night that in the Barclay. We've had house keys, phones, even a single shoe. She must have hopped home. But this is a new one. Whelan said the teeth were found at the end of a particularly busy night. She says, it was a busy la- night last night. We had a party upstairs, and it was busy downstairs as well. We didn't find the teeth until the end of the night. Uh, our supervisor, Cameron, found them. They were on the floor. By the bar, it's a full set of mm. teeth. I particularly wanted to post it because someone is definitely missing them. 
<laughs> well, he found it by the bar, Mark. So well, let's just start there. Here's yeah. your sign. Yes. Yeah. But all I was thinking of, you know, they make it sound like that's a. I would think in a restaurant bar area, finding dentures would, you know, yeah. if you found an arm or a leg, you know, I mean, yeah. that would be kind of shocking. But and finding one shoe, I'm thinking, well, maybe, you know, that one shoe was attached to that one leg. And, you know, I, I don't know, man. Dentures in the bar. Watch me. Well, you know, again, there are rednecks everywhere. You know, right before those dentures fell on the floor, somebody was saying, hey, y'all, watch this. LifeRadio.fm. It is the Mark and Mac show. And, you know, I got to ask you something, Mark, and I apologize for this. Okay. But I, I just saw it. Okay. I don't spend a lot of time on social media. You know that, right? Um, but I happened to, um, I was going to minimize it because I had Facebook pulled up earlier. I was looking for something in particular that a friend had posted and I'm, Hey, did you see this? No, I didn't. I don't care. <laughs> anyway. So before I could, uh, so I went back and I thought about it during these minutes ago. So I went over and as I was going to click to minimize, there was a, a video that, you know, was sitting right in front of me and it was, uh, um, it was junior wrestling and it, which, you know, we're talking amateur, not, you know, the, uh, not sure. Yeah. Not, not Vince McMahon. Okay? Right. Yeah. And having wrestled in high school, really, I stunk at it. I was so bad. Yeah. I lost in 37 seconds at a yeah. big meet one time. Okay. Oh, Just to give you an idea. Man. Yeah. I was really bad, but my son Tyler was very good at it. And, uh, he wrestled at Welburn when Welburn was the top ranked team in the state, blah, blah, blah. So I know a lot about that type of wrestling there are um girls that do wrestling um from time to time and it becomes an issue when sure, yeah. you're at the junior high and high school level okay um now when you're seeing the little ones in this particular case this little girl is i'm guessing six seven eight years old somewhere it's a junior wrestling thing and the thing is is the the, the coach posted it and what he said is she was playing no games and it shows her beating this guy in about 24 seconds. Okay, boy. Wow. And and it was good. It, it was just your typical wrestling match. I mean, it, it is exactly the way it happens. The thing yeah. is, again, I am not uh, mocking anything here. But we spend a lot of time trying to teach our children, you know, uh, uh, things about life as they grow up. Manhandling a girl is something we teach our boys is unacceptable. Right. And I know that we have, we do possess common sense to say, you know, that this is a sport, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. uh, but there's no upside to this. Um, if you have, and this is from a guy who has daughters, I wouldn't have encouraged my girls to not do it had they wanted to. And, and the reason is really simple. There's no upside for a boy to wrestle a girl. Mm. If you beat her, you beat a girl. Yeah. And if you lose, and when you're at this age, Mark, you know this, under the age of 10, Girls are faster, in a lot of cases, oh, stronger. Yeah. You know, they're better athletes. Um, when you head-to-head, six-year-olds, six pick the girl mm -hmm. if they're athletically you know, inclined because she's going to be better than the boy probably. And that's what happened right there. I'm just seeing a girl very, you know, she did the moves right. She was very good. But, again, there's no upside for your boy right. wrestling a girl. And I wouldn't want anybody to lose on purpose. But I think in, and again, it's not poor sportsmanship to say, I don't want you wrestling her because I'm trying to teach you not to do that. I, what a tough thing. That's all I'm saying. It's just, I yeah. saw that video and it really hit me as tough because the little girl, just so you know, 
Um, she did the moves properly. She knew what she was doing. She rolled him around. She pinned him 24 seconds. He was doing everything he could. He's, you could tell he hadn't wrestled much. He was kind of a dead fish is what they call it when they're kind of just laying there <laughs> and didn't really know what to do. So they laid there. What you do is if you're, you know, you lay on your stomach and try to pull your arms in so they can't get you anywhere. And you know, right. Yeah. It, it stalls, but you're going to lose eventually. But yep. anyway, um, the little girl knew exactly what to do and she did a great job with it. It was a good match. Boom over. Yeah. And again, I'm thinking, well, right there, you know, she was playing no games and she beat him and she could probably beat a lot of the boys there. But again, I'm yeah. just thinking, I, I, is it sexist, Mark? I mean, for me to look at it and say, I really don't think yeah. that that's a good idea. I, I don't think it is because, because, uh, I think naturally, just naturally you put little boys and little girls in a room, they gravitate to gravitate towards each other. Generally speaking, this is not true for every single one because everybody's different, but usually they head the opposite. It's like when the first school dance, the boys all crowd yeah. up on one side of the room, the girls all crowd up on the other side of the room. You know, right. there is that, there is a very natural uncomfortableness mm -hmm. yeah. between boys and girls. Right. It's just this, it's not, and to break down that barrier is only going to pro mm -hmm. cause problems later in life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Good point. Okay. So I'm okay. I don't, I, I'm not trying to be icky. I'm no, okay. I don't think so. All right. Good. Thanks, Mark. You're welcome. You're the best. Yeah. Well, that's what my son, I got a sign on the wall says I am. liveradio.fm it is the mark and mac show and uh, you know mark has spent a lot of time uh technically speaking on the inner workings of liferadio.fm you can listen to us uh on your on your phone right now you got bluetooth boom put it in your car put it in your house whatever you want to do liferadio.fm download the app you got us going on uh meanwhile back at the ranch a very big ranch as a matter of fact for this particular story an eye-popping childbirth yeah stay-at-home mom from indiana has opened up about suffering a rare side effect while giving birth after going into labor with her daughter phoebe bell 23 year old bethany collins was pushing with all her might to help deliver her daughter and felt an intense pressure in her left eye and realized something was wrong bethany hmm. said i heard a pop and I asked the doctor, is my eyeball still in my head? <laughs> he said, yes, but I opened my eyes and everything was blurry. I felt so much pressure in my left eye, but I pushed again for the third time and Phoebe Bell arrived. Ah. I asked my husband, is my eyeball really in my head? I, it can't be. I feel so much pressure and I can barely see anything. Something has to be wrong. He said it was definitely poking out more than the other, but it wasn't too bad. After 10 minutes passed, Bethany's eyes began poking out even further. Ah! With the situation on. continuing to worsen overnight, Bethany's doctor remarked that he'd never seen such a thing happen before and so decided to call an optometrist to have a look. The optometrist looked at her eye and also commented he'd never seen anything like this before. Bethany said ultimately the final verdict was that there was just a lot of pressure from the force of the push. So, so um, they said to wait and see if it would go back. I noticed improvements at the two-week mark, and it was like I got a black eye. It was protruding and bruised. Well, thankfully, thankfully, she's back to normal now, and she's enjoying life as a new mom to little Phoebe Bell. Wow. So the Holy moly. You know, I was, I was going to say the thing is that they had given her, of course, things to help the process along and it looked like yeah it looked like one of the uh, one of the drugs that they gave her to help actually relaxed her in all kinds of places wow buddy. So, so all i'm pop. thinking is she's talking to that doctor and he looks at her and says hey man could be worse she goes really yeah, could be raining hump 
What hump? <laughs> Abby, someone. LifeRadio.fm. It is the Mark and Mag Show. It's the, uh, by the way, uh, went out for the anniversary dinner last night. Meant to tell you that, Mark. Oh. And, uh, you know, you know how I don't do birthdays and stuff like that. Right. And it's just me. It's not, I, I'm all for, you know, doing any, whoever else wants to celebrate. I'm good with that. I don't have like a real problem with it. It's just a personal thing. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to an anniversary, you know, that puts me in a really quaggy quag because Uh-oh. I want to do something for my wife, but you know, I don't want to roll them back over on me, you know, mm. you know what I mean? It's just, <laughs> it's a weird thing. <laughs> I feel like there's something wrong with me in that, but anyway, <laughs> On uh, long story short, is we ended up uh, going out for our anniversary dinner, and Hannah and Braylon were with us too, so that was kind of cool, you know. Yeah. Um, went to a restaurant where I, it was their idea, and it was a plan that you know, Ladonna and Hannah had cooked up. Of to course, go to a was. restaurant, I've, a place I've never been before. I didn't even know where it was. I'd never heard of it. Okay. Yeah. And we went there, and and it was like, what made you think? that i would like this i mean you know yeah i really and by the way we're gonna go late you know we Mm. we couldn't do this early in the day you realize you know no matter what i still get up early Mm -hmm. no matter what we do (laughs) dave still has to get up early but that doesn't seem to matter you know i know it just doesn't matter it never has like no (laughs) so you guys are you guys are bathing right now and i thought we would be done eating right now that i'd be <laughs> tipping it on the way home and yeah we're not even you know i, I thought maybe they decided we would go on a different day you know mm-hmm. that's how late it was when we left wow yeah so no matter what i say mark it's gonna sound like i'm complaining about going out to dinner mm. but i'm not really complaining because it was a they're not listening it stunk it was bad no i'm <laughs> kidding i'm kidding i'm no it was, all right. it was you know <laughs> but at the end of it all and it's like hey thanks for taking me to a place where i've never been before actually would never choose to go mm-hmm. and we've passed a lot of places on the way that i would have liked to have gone to that would have cost me about half as much wow oh yeah and by the way i got and i got the check of so, course you know, yes and <laughs> happy anniversary to <laughs> me <laughs> liferadio.fm it is the mark hand mac show and uh beautiful day in the neighborhood we appreciate you joining us we really do we we say that but it's not flippant it's not like we say it without thinking about it okay right. we actually really do appreciate you listening we actually do really appreciate you sharing this with somebody too so there you go mm-hmm. um feisty dachshund that's a, okay that's redundant i <laughs> I thought they, I was thought they all were. I thought that was kind of their whole thing. Is yeah, you know, the little long hairs tend to be really nice. They're they're sweeter, but but the uh, the long haired dachshund, the long haired dachshunds tend to be sweeter. That's that's our experience because right. we have one. And the, go ahead and do the story yeah, while I look yeah. up pictures of long haired dachshund because I can't even oh, imagine. You haven't thought about. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Well, Tyler Henderson right. and his dog Reese had a lucky escape when a massive moose took a run at him outside their home in Fairbanks, Alaska. 
the home security camera <laughs> captured the moose charging at Mr. Henderson, who was oblivious to the imminent danger as he headed outside to check his mailbox. However, Reese spotted the moose, which had been resting on a bank of snow across the street, and immediately leapt into action. She charged to meet this gigantic creature and jumped up to try to bite it, although the size difference was so much. She couldn't even reach the thing, and she just flew right between <laughs> its legs. Meanwhile, oh, Mr. Henderson darted away to escape and called for Reese to come with him. The pair made a hasty retreat indoors while the moose slowly walked away down the road. Posting the footage <laughs> on Facebook on February 24th, Mr. Henderson praised his dog, saying, Shout out to Reese, my wiener dog. Best guard dog ever. <laughs> no. I have seen this well, video. Now, it's why? a hoot. While you were doing that, I went ahead and looked up long-haired, you know, dachshund, mm -hmm. and all I could think of, somebody give me scissors, because that's just wrong. That doesn't <laughs> even look like a dachshund, you know? It's like, come it on, It is kind of strange after you've seen, like, yeah. we spent all those years with the Reverend Flash, so we got used right. to the short hair, right? And yeah, and you see these with the long hair, and it's like, uh, are there dog barbers? Can we go? Because yeah. this just looks odd. Something's not right. Yeah, yeah it does. It's, it's just wrong. Just yeah just say no just but say no there's no point if you've only seen uh like red dachshunds or the black and tan dachshunds you know the ones that look kind of like dobermans yeah. um then you haven't seen all the dachshunds out there because there's dapples there's grays there's 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 all kinds of different dachshunds that have been bred now then uh and jane well it seems like every every night we'll be sitting around scanning uh scanning stuff on our ipads and she'll say oh and she'll hold up a picture of some little dachshund puppy <laughs> that's not a red dachshund like we've had or a long hair it's some bizarre looking combination of weirdness and it's just the cutest thing in the world and i'm thinking yeah until it gets bigger i mean because it's gonna look strange then baby trust me liferadio.fm the market mac show and you know we've we have had some stormy weather over the last uh, you know couple of days wind mm -hmm. rain whatever yeah. looking at the tornadoes you know uh the other day it was oklahoma last night uh, new orleans and uh you know you mentioned early on the it was around the ninth ward yeah. which i don't know much about new orleans i know you know your son joe uh lives there but mark i i've heard of the ninth ward okay only right, from yeah. Uh, Hurricane Katrina, you know, and its aftermath, but I don't right. really know the geography of yeah. New Orleans. Um, yeah, it's, it's south. It's, it's kind of to the, the lower ninth ward. It's, it's to the south. It's across the canal. Um, and you have yeah. to cross, you cross bridges. It just doesn't seem like a place that would be yeah. tornado or uh, alley, you know? You wouldn't think so, but I, I, well, okay. There's something called a water spout. Apparently they're water spouts. They're tornadoes oh, over, yeah. over the water. That's what they are. Yeah, so, so there are tornadoes everywhere. Yeah, so so I guess they can yeah. happen practically and anywhere. They're, and they're they're we think about you know the quote tornado alley. We think about that being around where yeah. we live, but there are tornado alleys everywhere. You know, there are places yeah. that get tornadoes all over the country, and it doesn't just happen just where you live. Which is why those guys yeah. who do storm chasing are everywhere. You know, you see them all over the place. And what gets me about this well, is was that, the, yeah, uh, was it a tornado or a water spout? I, I, it was a tornado. Yeah, it was, oh, it was definitely okay. a tornado. But, uh, uh, what gets me is that when the, when your TV station goes into coverage, because mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. part of the area your television station services is experiencing tornadoes. It may be a hundred miles right. from where you live, but they still see the same TV station you do. They go into coverage for that. Right. And our buddy James Spann, the meteorologist at ABC 3340, <laughs> deals with this every time he has to do full-on weather coverage. Yeah. And the weather department just mm-hmm. takes over the station to warn people and to let them know if you live here, you need to get into your safe place right now. That right. people who are nowhere near there mm-hmm. are calling up and writing, you idiot, why did you interrupt Wheel of Fortune? <laughs> What are you thinking? You yeah. know, they do that every time it happens. And bless his heart, he's just kind of like, he shrugs it off now. Eh, eh, well, they're idiots, you know. But it just I, I, it just blows my mind that people are so dense that they can't understand. Yeah. This is necessary because people who live watching the same TV station as you are under a serious situation, even if you're not. Blows right. my mind. You know, I've having been on both sides of this one, you know, because yeah. I've gotten those complaints when, you know, we'd go long form with the radio station with the agreements, especially with span. And it's like, well, we have a tornado or a, you know, in our, our coverage area. Right. And you've got people in the South end of the County and, uh, the, the only problems in the North and you're like, look guys, can you just spare a couple of minutes <laughs> of not hearing, you know, this, so that maybe we can save a life just right. maybe. Okay. Oh, hmm. it's frustrating. It's wow. like, well, they ought to know better. Really? Wow. Okay. I, I know. I'm like, I hope the older I get, I hope I don't become that guy. But I am. I, I think I'm going to be crazy. Get off my lawn guy. I'll be the one calling. Hey, I was watching that. You know, <laughs> uh, And that makes me want to run promos as a station. Thanking people for helping save lives with full-time <laughs> weather coverage when necessary. Thank you for helping us save lives in this county or that county. <laughs> Just as as sort of an a, around the around the block way of saying you dumb people who hated it. <laughs> wow. The rest of our listeners were smart enough to understand we were helping save lives, but not you. And this year's uh, winner of the passive aggressive award goes to. <laughs> liferadio.fm. Hey, it's the Mark and Mac show. and We really appreciate you joining us today. Uh, you can go online, liferadio.fm. You can read the daily Bible uh, thing we've got up there. Uh, it's a read the Bible in a year. And uh, Mark's done a phenomenal job with that. So you can pick up today or, you know, start back at January 1st, your call. Um, also, by the way, we're going to keep you informed over if it's a story about candy, we're going <laughs> to be on top of it. I'm telling you. Because yeah, we will. Yeah. Minnesota's largest candy store is in the news, Mark. Yes, it is. Drivers were pulled over for speeding after a nearby business put up signs asking drivers to slow down. Uh, the Jordan Police Department uh, in Minnesota took to Facebook last Friday to showcase signs that were put up along southbound Highway 169 by Minnesota's largest candy store, which is located in Jordan. The signs urged drivers to watch their speeds and stated, if you dislike big traffic fines, slow down, slow down till you can read these signs. Burma shave. I love it. Uh, uh, local law enforcement 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 uh, took note of the signs, and the Minnesota uh, State Patrol, Scott County Sheriff's Department, and the Jordan and Belle Plaine Police Departments set up speed patrol in the area along Highway wow. 69. Wow! In total, wow. in total, they pulled over 30 drivers in two hours, wow. according to their post. 
Wow. Yeah. Good for them. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, I'm sorry. I, while you were reading that, I decided to eat a Reese's peanut butter cup. I thought I had time and I don't. <laughs> because there are certain candies, Mark. I know. Rushing it is just not the right thing to do. It was just the trigger. The candy store, the whole mm-hmm. nine yards. You thought, uh-huh. oh, candy, I must have candy. And there yes. comes the Reese's pieces. Eh, fine. Um, no, not the pieces. The whole Oh, magoo. the Reese? Oh. And you're yeah. not you're not sharing? Huh. No. You know better. The Mark and Mac Show. LifeRadio.fm, the Mark and Mac Show. We appreciate you joining us each day and, and we do ask that if you have the chance, uh, the moment, to share this with somebody on social media, just say listening to the Mark and Mac Show. LifeRadio.fm. And if that's too much, just saying, just on their life radio.fm, just do that. <laughs> that could be just enough. Or if you want to make it really entertaining, give out a letter a day or a word a day, you know, just, Hey, what's going on with you today? L <laughs> stay tuned for tomorrow. Yeah. I yeah. could be interesting. Could be just like, uh, what Carly Simon and, uh, her song, you're so vain who it's really about. And, <clears throat> She yeah. keeps giving out word, you know, letters every year or something until eventually <laughs> all the people who remember the song are dead, and then she'll give it away. Wow. There you go. All right. Well, as long as we're here, Mark, yeah. recall about a pancake and waffle mix mm-hmm. is being recalled. Yeah. Um, Continental Mills has announced a recall of its great value buttermilk pancake and waffle mix. According to the Food and Drug Administration, cable fragments used in the processing line, part of the equipment, were found in some boxes. The pancake and waffle Mm. mix had a best buy date of September 1st of uh, 2023 and was delivered nationally to Walmart Walmart stores. Uh, We don't have any records of injury yet. Uh, Consumers are advised (laughs) to return the product to the place of purchase for a refund. And if you need some more information, uh, you can find that at the FDA's (laughs) website. This also went out to Kroger stores under a different brand name. It's exactly the same thing but uh, with a different label. But uh, <laughs> Really? Yeah. So uh, if you buy your, your great value at your Wally Mart, then uh, you might want to check your pancake mix and mm. go to the FDA website. Wow. No. That's just too much effort. There's too much way trouble. Too much. Yeah. No way. Yeah. And I'd just rather no. sue. I just, you know, yeah. I'm going to call me call a lawyer. Attorney. That's it. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. <laughs> Holy free holies, Mark. You know, I'm... Um, I went to a convenience store, and this has not been that long ago. And actually, I their milk was cheaper at the at the the convenience store than it was at the Dollar General. Mm. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. I think there's only one other place I've seen this brand, and it was at Walmart. <laughs> Great value. Uh huh. Yeah. How do I have this? Is, is has Walmart now gone into the you know convenience <laughs> store business? Is that? What's going on here? It sounds to me like somebody right. at the convenience store was buying their milk at Walmart. Yeah. Well, yeah, you can. It's like, dude, there's a, uh, you know, in, in one county, you can find a Walmart selling milk for 89 cents a gallon in one end and three forty nine in the other, you know? Wow. So, yeah, you never know. Hey, I don't know why, how they decide what they're going to do. And I will tell you that oh, 
but Dave, you can buy gas while you're over there, you know, and it's, uh, it's three cents less. Mm. Not driving 10 miles to save three cents a gallon. Right. Yeah. And by the way, give me a, give me a diet Coke while you're in there. Really? So I'm going to spend $1.99 on a 20 ounce <laughs> drink, but you're worried about three cents. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> liferadio.fm it's the mark and mac show and <laughs> still a little stuck on the whole pancake thing mark yeah, i apologize I know. <laughs> I but, you know um a little while ago we had that story about the uh the minnesota candy thing and yeah. the signs about mm-hmm. speed drives mm-hmm. well you know back in the day um when i was driving uh down i-20 to birmingham every day and there you know you when you have a certain commute and most of us do you know what to expect around certain things, right? Yeah. And on a major interstate, they don't usually have a driver's license check. You know, they don't just normally they don't. And I don't know if this still exists because they, all those exits have changed, but there was a time where there was this one exit off I 20 that it was like between cook Springs and something or other, but it's like, there was nothing really there. Okay. If you got off of that exit, it was really because you lived in a house over there because there were there wasn't even a gas station on the exit, okay? It was yeah. just, like I said, it was a very deliberate place to have to get off the interstate. And they the cops had put up a sign along the interstate about a mile uh, before that exit. And it said, um, drug, uh, well, it was uh, prepare to slow down, drug sniffing dogs ahead five miles or whatever it was. Okay. Uh, and it was such a warning that if you, you had drugs or whatever, you would pull off at this exit. Okay. And because there was nothing else really at that exit to go to the cops knew basically you were screaming, <laughs> I got drugs and I'm driving. And I was like, they would never shut down a mate. Talk about I 20, you know, <laughs> they don't shut down 20 or 40 or 95 for a driver's license check. Right. You know, you just don't do that. And so I thought, well, that was kind of weird. And as we got up to the exit, (laughs) I know, get to that exit, and I'm seeing all these people pulling off, right? And, I mean, we're not talking one or two. I'm talking seven or eight that are going down that ramp. And at the very bottom, (laughs) I could barely see it, but I saw there were eight different cop cars, highway patrol and local police, all sitting there just smiling, man, just Uh, waiting. It was like, oh, my goodness, what a bad day at BlackRock, you know? It's like... Oh, that's just actually the things you remember. It's just genius, actually. It's just yeah, it is. It's very clever. It is, it is brilliant. <laughs> you gotta. I mean, even the cops. The cops know that they can take advantage of those uh, stupid criminals. Right. Go. liferadio.fm it is the mark and mac show and uh, you know the fact that mark and i still get away with doing this for a career is kind of <laughs> i say getting away with it because it really is <laughs> i can't imagine oh my goodness <laughs> i feel like when i say that out loud we're gonna get busted man i really do at some point wait, man wait a minute. they're on to us it's kind of like wait a minute how old are you you play video games yeah. for a living? How do you do that? It's a lot like that, you know? <laughs> yep. Well, you're going to have to take the night off, son. Mom's got to change those sheets. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Comic book night. 
You're 40 years old. What's wrong with you? Huh? All right. All right, Mark. A woolly mammoth is in the news, and it's yes. not about Bigfoot, so no. I'm a little frustrated. This is the second story we've had like this in a week. Construction work on a property owned by an Iowa college resulted from an unusual dis- uh, in an un- unusual discovery, a tooth from a woolly mammoth believed to have lived more than 20,000 years ago. Justin Blowett of DGR Engineering said he was observing work on a lift station project for the city of Sheldon on a property owned by Northwest Iowa Community College when he spotted Hold on. yes the city of Sheldon <laughs> Sheldonopolis oh my goodness <laughs> Home of the Fighting Sheldon. That's funny. <laughs> Go down to Shellmart. Wait, I must get you a sweater. I'm putting on my cardigan. Um, <laughs> he spotted a massive tooth exposed by excavation. Now, what I got from that category was he was observing work. He wasn't working ah. on it. He was observing work. Uh, Blowett, who's a union official, <laughs> Blowett, who's been long interested in fossils, suspected. The object was a woolly mammoth tooth, and his identification was confirmed by Tiffany Adrian, uh, Adrain, that is, a paleontology repository instructor at the University of Iowa. Um, uh, she said, uh, wait a minute, she said, while discovery of mammoth remains is not uncommon in Iowa, once the bones and teeth are out in the open, they can fall apart and disappear quickly because they're not completely fossilized. This was a lucky find. I did not know that, by the way. Um, she said the tooth is uh, has likely been underground since the last glacial maximum. Wow. I don't know what I've done since the last glacial maximum, but wow. Man. That was believed wow. to have happened over 20,000 years ago. Um, Chris Widja, he's the head curator of the East Tennessee State University, said this tooth, which weighs 11.2 pounds, belonged to an adult mammoth. He says, this is an upper third molar, probably a right, based on the degree of where this animal was probably in its early 30s when it died. Had a mortgage, three car payments. (laughs) It's a woolly mammoth. Come on. (laughs) I'm going to keep my eye out for more stories like this because this we a couple of days ago, we had a fisherman got a woolly mammoth tooth in a fishing net. And now we got a guy at a construction site with another woolly mammoth tooth. Are we going to have a run of woolly mammoth stories now? Is, because you know how this Actually, goes. It goes in waves. You know, yeah. <laughs> It's worth some money, so here we go. Now, Mark, <laughs> I know this looks like an ordinary brick, but it's not. <laughs> this is a woolly mammoth tooth. <laughs> wow. I didn't know woolly mammoths had their teeth done at the Aniston Brick Company. liferadio.fm it is the mark and mac show where uh, the headline screams cops which i'm thinking the television show cops <laughs> yeah bad boys bad boys yeah. what you gonna do mm-hmm. what you gonna do when they come remember back in the day like in the 70s it was you know you're having a bad day if morley safer and mike wallace are in your office waiting for you <laughs> You know, that used to be the thing <laughs> then in you, the 80s. It was cops. You that's know? right. If you, you, you know, if life you hear is bad. If, song, you, if you hear that song <laughs> and you see the crew in your trailer park, you know, <laughs> if you're watching cops on Saturday night to see if your trailer park is featured this week, that's the one. That's it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I, so, was, I was struggling. There's a joke. There's a joke. I know this. Oh, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't remember it, man. Well, 49-year-old uh, teacher, Kristen Wiley, 
narrowly avoided striking a police car as she was driving on a Vero Beach street around 2 a.m. Sunday. The cop car Wait with its... Hmm? Well, hold on, Mark. We got to get this right. Yes. A 49-year-old teacher, teacher yes. is in a drunk story yes. about cop. Okay, At gotcha. 2 a.m. Sunday. Okay. The cop car, right. lights flashing, had pulled over to handle an unrelated incident. A guy was working on something else at the time. Sure. When deputies approached Wiley's 2018 Ford, they spotted her son, who was not wearing a seatbelt, in the back seat, curled up and crying. As detailed in an arrest affidavit, a cop noted that the wobbly Wiley's eyes were watery and red in color, and there was a strong odor of an alcoholic beverage emitting off her person and her breath. When asked if she'd been drinking, Wiley said, No. <laughs> that is when cops say Wiley's son replied to his mother's answer by saying, Mom, you can't lie to the police. You did drink. Oh, the boy subsequently told cops that his mother had been drinking at a party and that he had asked her to slow down while they were driving back to their Vero Beach residence. The child said he was very scared while Kristen was operating the vehicle. Wow. Wiley wow. declined to perform a, a field sobriety exercises, but later agreed to a breath test, which recorded her alcohol content at nearly three times the legal limit. In addition to a misdemeanor DUI count, Wiley was charged with child abuse, a felony, for allegedly driving drunk with her son in the car. She was also charged with resisting police for allegedly snatching her hands away when a cop sought to handcuff her. Uh-oh. This is wrong on so many levels, yeah, but, uh, you know, I'm thinking about that little nine-year-old boy. And mm -hmm. no punchline here, but I'm thinking if he's, you know, curled up in the backseat crying, it's like, is it relief or fear? You know, that they, they are pulled over and the cops are the heroes and he's being honest. And I mean, this kid, it's like Dr. Phil needs help, you know, for this kid. It's like, <laughs> yikes. LifeRadio.fm. It's the Mark and Mac show. You know, Mark, uh, it's always fun uh, doing the show with you every day. And oh, well, thank you. This one. You know, there are days when I can tell you're not really paying attention, though. Mm -hmm. I remember back in the day one time, you were actually taking golf lessons during the show online. <laughs> um, and then there was a time that, uh, I don't know if it was Bart or Mark, one of the guys from one of the bands actually yeah, said, right. dude, do you know what he's, he's over here shopping. He's over here shopping for a new computer. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I know. It's, well, it, I mean, and it's like, dude, we have to pretend that we're busy, okay? We're playing 12 songs an hour. What more do you want? It's, you know? like, it's like it's 12 minutes between the times we talk. I got to do something in the yeah. meantime. You, know? <laughs> you want me occupied? So if you or have a wandering mind. I can't, take a, I can't take a nap in 12 minutes. That would be top on my list, but, you know. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So here you go. The wandering mind. Uh -huh. There's a study has that's linked wandering minds with sharper brains. Now, the research found that those who appear to be constantly distracted have more what they call working memory, giving them the mm -hmm. ability to do two things at the same time. Wow. Mark, your brain is so sharp. The people at Sharper Image are calling you for help. And I think my folks just thought I had ADD. Life Radio FM. It is the Mark and Mac show. 
Got a glorious day in the neighborhood, mainly because, Mark, I don't have to remember what day today is at all. <laughs> Yesterday was anniversary day. Yeah. Last week was birthday. You know, uh, the, the Braylon Palooza continues. By the way, out wow. last night, out last night for our anniversary with LaDonna and I. And, you know, Hannah and Braylon went with us. It was, and I'm, I don't know if they know this, but it was special for LaDonna and I to have them with us, you know? Yeah, yeah. And uh, it was, it was very cool. Um, but while we were, we were at one of the places where the last time, it's not the same place where we went to, but you remember, remember years ago, LaDonna and I went out for a date night and uh, we chose a place where they do the cooking in front of you and oh, you're yeah. at a big table with other people. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I kept making dog and cat sounds because I know that wasn't chicken and beef. <laughs> I, I remember this, yes. Well, last <laughs> night we did have real chicken. Yeah, well, we had real food. That's the thing. It's like we had real chicken and real beef. It was really awesome. And it was really cool. I, Mark, I will promise it, I will go back there. And as a matter of fact, you and Jane come up, that could be double date night, you Ooh. know? Yeah, it was very cool. And it was, it wasn't very expensive. <laughs> yeah. It was really cool. Yeah. But you're talking about Braylon and I both at a table where the dude is cooking in front of you. LaDonna and Hannah are over there on their phones shopping together. You know, hey, what do you think of this? What do you think of that? And it leaves me and Braylon to sit there and, you know, twiddle our thumbs waiting on the, you know. And, yeah, it wasn't going well, you know. Oh, this sounds but, so familiar to me. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I understand how this goes. Just didn't. But the thing is, the last time I was at a table like that, it I'm not kidding. They were not it wasn't chicken and it wasn't beef yeah. it was dog and cat yeah. and while we were there i kept i was just giggling with Ladonna, trying to crack her up because mm -hmm. she's such a great audience that you get her laughing oh, and know. i'm telling yeah. you man it's a fun night yeah, and she's gonna pee on herself it's yeah. funny <laughs> and while we were so last night but that was the last time we were there and she said to me privately dave please don't do that again and I'm like, well, baby, I'm not going to do it if they don't deserve it, you know. And this place was awesome. So, no, they didn't deserve the dogs and cats living together. But what I was going to tell you is, all right, it was our anniversary. That's why we were out so late. Yeah. Um, it is spring break, so it doesn't matter that, you know, Bray was out because the kids are out of school. Right, yeah. But, you know, of course, we got there. And, you know, because you know how they ask, is it a yeah. special night? And Bray right, was like, yeah. yeah, it's my birthday. I had my birthday last week. <laughs> Now, there was another lady at the table who was also having her birthday. Yeah. So, so eh. it, instead of an anniversary date, it became the extension of Braylon Palooza. Yeah. That's exactly Funny. it, Mark. Yeah. Uh, and you're talking about... Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, all I can think of is at least we're still in March. You yes. know? <laughs> well, what I was thinking was you, when you were talking about this... What came to mind for me was this. Yeah. There you go. Oh, my goodness. I wish I'd thought about it last night, Mark. Did you ever think when you eat Chinese, it's not pork or chicken, <laughs> but a fat Siamese? <laughs> but the food tastes great, so you don't complain. But that's not chicken in your chicken chow mein. Seems to me I ordered sweet and sour pork, but Garfield's on my fork. He's purring on my fork. 
And there's a cat in the kettle at the peaking room The place I eat every day at noon They can feed your cat and you'll never know Once they wrap it up in dough They fry it real crisp in dough <laughs> Love it what a nice man. <laughs> wow. Oh, we'll have boy. to spend some time with that. Yeah. You know, he passed away a couple of years ago, mm -hmm. and uh, it was so sad because Aaron Wilburn, truly a nice man. Yeah. And had a lot of fun with him. Very, very talented guy <laughs> and just so funny. You know, made us he's laugh one of those guys. Yeah. Yeah. When you're sitting there talking to him off the air and. He would he would start telling a story where he'd kind of get tickled to himself, you know, mm -hmm. and that made you laugh and listen closer. And it was just <laughs> what a fun time. Just yeah. a, it, I, it just makes your heart smile, and you realize that's a sold out believer who is yeah. having fun. <laughs> and I just, you know, he would have been so much fun going to the movies with somebody counting the profanity, you know. <laughs> liferadio.fm Mark and Mac show Mark cracking me up over here with <laughs> you know we want to be very careful um, we talk about being uh, in central Alabama for the most part uh, this show and and our but we did have severe weather this week yes. we have had severe weather across the country um, we've had tornadoes in Oklahoma and New Orleans and uh, the tornado in New Orleans I was just watching yeah. the Fox 8 uh, the Fox affiliate in New Orleans and they're actually showing the video of the tornado that, you know, I'm assuming it's the tornado that caused all the damage. Yeah, but, it's, it's the one know, that went through wrong. Chalmette in the Lower Ninth Ward. That's the one. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You know, it's amazing to me that uh, nowadays when there is a severe weather breakout, we've got lots of video because we, most of us carry around a phone mm -hmm. with a video, you know, recorder on it and it's like, we didn't have that back in the day, you know, when yep. we were growing up, I just, you know, we didn't have anything oh, like no. that. No, back in the day, if you wanted to record something like that, you'd have to go dig your camcorder out of the closet, take it out of the case, make sure the batteries were charged. And by the time you were done, your trailer was gone. You know, <laughs> that's pretty much the size of it. <laughs> liferadio.fm Mark and Mac show and uh, as we wind things down today what day of the week is this Mark? This is Wednesday I know okay. they all run together they do after <laughs> a while it's like blur 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 but hey you know there's a book that uh, Danny Bonaducci wrote uh -huh. uh, years ago it's called Random Acts of Badness I think right and it was during one of the times in his life where there, he was the bass player on the Partridge family. And oh, yeah. I use that term very lightly. <laughs> it's kind of an air quotes because he didn't actually know how no, to play the bass. No. Yeah. They just gave it to him and said, here, you're the bass player. I'm surprised and, he could stand the, up. It was bigger than he was. <laughs> <laughs> I know. In the early 70s, uh, he was ranked in the top five bass players in the world. <laughs> and we're talking like. Right below Stanley Clark and just above Paul that, McCartney, I think. That is so you funny. Know, but considering yeah. he was faking it, he was he, he Billy was Vanilli faking, before faking. Billy That's Vanilli. right. He was lip syncing, lip syncing the bass. <laughs> yeah, he said that he even got to a point in the uh, show where he would just look over at Susan Day, Lori Partridge, mm -hmm. and mouth whatever she was mouthing because he didn't take time to learn the lyrics to the songs. <laughs> just, he wasn't singing on them, yeah. you know. No, they weren't. <laughs> oh but well. Anyway, in that. The thing is, in that, he was talking about when he got on the air in, in Philadelphia as a DJ, and uh, they added him to a successful morning show. They thought he'd be a funny addition, 
And uh, he was for a day, for a couple days. But the morning show, you know, you spend your, you don't start off in Philadelphia. Okay. No. To give you an idea from a radio career standpoint, if you're a morning show, you don't start in Philadelphia. You don't start in the top 10 market. No. You don't start in a top 50 market usually. Yeah. Um, you work your way up over years. And if you have some talent, you can eventually get to a market like Philadelphia. And, the Woody and Welch show or whatever it was called, they had done that. They'd worked as a team for a number of years and had worked their way into this spot where all of a sudden one day the boss comes in and says, hey, guys, Danny Bonaducci's going to join you. Mm. And like I said, for a day or two, they were okay with it. But then we're like, wait a minute. We worked our behinds off to get here. And now this, you know, Danny come lately shows up and he gets all the pub. So anyway. They bounced. Parker Danny talked about it, and he said that the that the the show he said was just one big. You know, it was like eighth grade locker room humor for yeah, a boy. Yeah, a lot of jokes about you know pooting and yeah, whatever. But yeah. he said that uh, that there was one thing where the guy did, and it was uh, they would take Leave It to Beaver and edit the things out and insert oh, Clint yeah. Eastwood into these <laughs> Leave It to Beaver episodes, and then make Clint, you know Clint Eastwood would say something really provocative. That's funny. And one of the idea. guys on the show, it is. And one of the guys apparently did a really good Clint Eastwood, <laughs> which, you know, if you're going to do an impersonation and you yeah. can do a really good one, then boom, it makes it really funny. Mm. Now, Dan Bonaduce pointed out that because he did such a great Clint Eastwood that he thought he could do a whole lot of others and he really couldn't. Oh, so, my. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, sadly, you find that true for a lot of guys in this business who they they oh, can yeah. nail one guy and then they, yeah, and, oh yeah, I'm, I'm the expert at this, and then pff, yeah, no, you're not. Stick to the oh, one. Yeah. yeah, all of that and, to set up a beaver it, story. Wow. Yep. <laughs> Leave it to beaver. <laughs> Beavers haven't roamed the streams and woods uh, around London since the days of William Shakespeare, but after over 400 years of basic extinction, the rodents are being reintroduced to the UK capital in a. Um, what they call the quite emotional moment. If you're emotional over beavers being released into the wild, (laughs) go see your counselor. A pair of beavers temporarily named Justin and Sigourney beaver (laughs) beaver, (laughs) were released into a designated enclosure on 40 hall farm in Enfield on March 17th. The beavers are part of a two year plan by the Enfield council to combat the increase in major flash floods that have plagued the city in recent years. In February, Bob Ward, he's the deputy chair of the London climate change partnership. Ding said the flood risks have turned life threatening due to the city's outage or outdated drainage system. Quote, there is now a real risk of people drowning, particularly in basement flats. If a major flash flood occurred in the middle of the night, the problem is particularly worrying because we have no idea how many people live in basement properties in London. Well, whose fault is that? In a, <laughs> in a city analysis from July 2021, a report from the London Council's task force found that the city has was dealt more than a month's average rain on several different days. The month's enormous rainfall triggered the closures of major hospitals and underground train stations and caused flooding in over a 1,000 homes. The hope for the introduction of the beavers is that the natural engineers will build dams and restore habitats that help slow down and filter water in the city's wetlands. By cutting down trees and attracting other forms of wildlife, officials hope the restoration efforts lead to reduced downstream flooding. Wow. That was a long story. That's a lot. Yeah, I I know. It's just like, do you find it interesting? And have you noticed that every time the 
environmentalists come up with a solution to a problem, <laughs> it multiplies the problem itself rather than oh, yeah. solves it. Because <laughs> in about 20 years, they're going to be overrun with beavers. <laughs> and you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. London is going to be covered up with beaver dams at every in every place that mm-hmm. water flows, and there and somebody's going to insist. No, we can't do anything to the beavers. They're helping save lives. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> and up. then they're going to come up with another Pied Piper story, but this one will play an accordion. There you go. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Mark and Mac are back. The Mark and Mac Show weekday mornings on LifeRadio.fm.